0: Podcast for giftware and specialty food artisans who want to work smarter, earn more, and live better. Hosted by Stefa Normantis. Hi, this is Stefa. Thank you for listening to Artisans Who Wholesale. Today, we're talking to Suzanne Foley of Port City Pretzels and. In the past, I have to tell you, I had not been a huge pretzel fan, but Suzanne changed that for me as well as my whole office. The day that we tried her product, we thought we had tried crack. (laughs) We were hooked. No kidding. And we still are. I don't know what she sprinkles on on those pretzels, but her tasty ranch dill uh, is pretty amazing. You'll never look back except to try to find another bag. So let me share a little bit about Suzanne's background. And uh, I also want to Uh, just say how much I admire her work ethic and her positive attitude. She's a gem, and I know she'll have a lot of inspiring stories that she'll be able to share with us today. So let me tell you a little bit more about her. Suzanne Foley had the idea of bringing a food product to market over 30 years ago, but instead held management positions for most of her career. In 2015, at 57, thinking retirement was on the distant horizon, she suddenly found herself unemployed. At the same time, she suffered overwhelming personal heartache. However, she never stopped believing in herself. With a solid resume and a hard work ethic, in the fall of 2015, she launched Port City Pretzels. Her passion for independence and creativity was the driving force between her decision to introduce a specialty food product into stores. She's seen significant growth and finds herself now with a national presence and a prediction for greater future success. Her business concept has been recognized by the Small Business Development Administration for entrepreneurial activities, and she's a 100% women-owned, business. With a great deal of enthusiasm, she captures the essence of a true entrepreneur.
1: So Suzanne, welcome. Thank you. That, was, that sounds great. <laughs>
0: <Wow>. <laughs> well, it is great because you do have a fantastic product. I will swear anytime we pull out a bag in the office, let me tell you, it's like the locusts are coming in. Oh, wow. um, so why don't we tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and your business?
1: Oh, sure. So I have a degree in business management. Um, I've pretty much always worked in management for both small and and large corporations. Um, I also had my own small business service company. So that gave me the experience to see small startups as well as established entrepreneurs firsthand. So I, I got some insight into running a small business and I reflect a great deal, too, on my on my parents um, who both left their careers, their successful careers in their 50s to start their own business. So Mm -hmm. business and running a business is kind of in my DNA. Mm
0: -hmm. Fantastic. And tell me about how you chose your business name and what products you do sell at this point.
1: Well, originally, I was Portsmouth Pretzels. I'm, I'm from Portsmouth. Um, mm-hmm. I thought I would just sell them in downtown Portsmouth. And uh, I soon realized that, um, well, I didn't, it wasn't me. It was actually advice that I got that I should really not try to limit my growth potential and, and change the name, which I did. So from Portsmouth Pretzels to Port City, because we're mm-hmm. also a port city. So I sell seasoned hard pretzels. I have nine skews Right now, uh, we have three flavors and I have my original, which I thought that that would be the only thing that I would do until the store started. I guess that's what they do. They request more flavor. So (laughs) (laughs) that's what we have in the back burner. (laughs) It keeps
0: you going. Yeah. Yeah. So tell me about why you started your business and how did you know it was uh, worth sticking with?
1: Well, as you said in the intro, you know, I, I thought about it about 30 years ago when I first tried the pretzels at a family event. And I thought then I was like, geez, these have potential. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, but I had a career and fast forward 30 years, as you mentioned, I had some life altering events and just kind of sort of found myself soul searching in an unemployment meeting one day. <laughs> and I thought, you know, that's <laughs> the truth. I was like, <laughs> I'm not working for anybody again.
0: <laughs> it um, loses its I, luster sometimes.
1: Yeah, so, oh, for sure. Especially there. And so I had a brainstorm and I thought about those pretzels and the same ones I had 30 years ago, and when I first started, I, I know my family thought I was nuts, you know, because I spent about you know six months researching, studying, mm-hmm. thinking about it, and they would tell people, you know, they put little quotations and say, "Yes, my my mother's making
0: pretzels."
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so that's uh, I, I I thought they were worthwhile, and um, and here we are today. So, yeah.
0: Terrific. And at this point, do you do both wholesale and retail or do you lean towards one?
1: Yeah. Well, I'm primarily uh, wholesale, B2B. Mm-hmm. I also have an online uh, e commerce direct to consumer site, which is starting to take on a life of its own.
0: So mm-hmm. but once they try them, I tell you, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a believer. I'm a believer. Thank you. Um, Thank you. So uh, tell me about what you're really proud of in the business. Well, um, you know, I, for one,
1: honestly, at my age that I could begin, that I could do this, you know, um, you think of slowing down; it's it's on the horizon. Uh, but I'm not slowing. I mean, I'm running. I run every <laughs> single day. Um, I'm, I'm proud that I'm 100% uh, solely woman-owned, and I've been recognized for my entrepreneurial activities, and I'm I'm proud of that. It just mm-hmm. it, it feels good. It's it's like a it's like a pat on the back. But I, I can't go without saying, though, that um, I'm able to provide gainful employment. I have a number of workers with disabilities, which is something that has just sort of evolved. And I love that. I'm, I'm most proud of that. That uh, comes from my heart, proud. So
0: That's fantastic. Tell me about your challenges. What's the hardest part of the business? And what's a current challenge? well you know it's it's funny
1: i ha, some people think, oh, they see me working a lot, and you know they think that that 's the challenge for me it's it 's really not that the work is not it. I still find the work enjoyable i love it it 's not a problem. Managing the growth is the problem um, managing the cash flow it's mm-hmm. uh that's, that's tough. Um, it's just, it's never ending. You, Mm -hmm. you think that, okay, well, I'll get to where, all right, my AR is going to kick in and Mm -hmm. you know, I'm not going to, I won't need any more cash because my cash is coming in, but the more I grow, the more cash you need. I mean, it's just, it's, it's, uh, and it's my, you know, it's a, current challenge. It's just maintaining and managing that that sweet spot for growth. Yeah. So not growing too fast and not growing too slow. That's, that is the challenge. Mm-hmm.
0: That's quite a tipping point. You never know. It's like, all right, to grow, you need capital. Every time you think, okay, this new piece of equipment, this additional staff would, so um, it's yeah. always a challenge. So tell me about a failure moment and something you learned from it.
1: Oh, just one. I'm, I'm on mistake number eight hundred and forty-seven. Yeah, you're
0: on the same road.
1: <laughs> I've had a lot. I mean, uh-huh. you know, I just um, incorrect packaging, wrong labels. Yeah. I, you know, you you I oh, have yeah. done everything wrong. You know, ordered product and didn't have a way of getting it off the truck. That's a <laughs> whole story in itself. You know, as an entrepreneur, you can, you know could do anything. But, um, you know, you just pick yourself back up again. But honestly, really a huge failure for me was when I first started, I had MSG in my product. And yeah, it's a mistake. And, you know, I stopped production, I went back to the drawing board, I revisited the recipe. And it's mm-hmm. it's really something I should have addressed prior to launching the pretzel, mm-hmm. just a little bit more research yeah. on that on that front. So yeah, but, but move on, you get myself up and move
0: on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what do you wish somebody had told you before you started?
1: that this could be, you know, to prepare for the growth, to prepare for it, to be ready for it. I had no idea. I look back at my business plan and I'm like, whoa, oh, that that took a change. (laughs) And and I really didn't. I was humble. I'm still humble every day, but I never thought that I would continue to grow the way it's growing. So I kind of wish I knew that I would have planned a little better.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. And uh, what has your business taught you?
1: Probably, probably, for one, to ask for help, to get to get advice, you know, we can't, uh, we can't do it all, you know, to <laughs> funny what I've mentioned to you before about not panicking as a business, you know, nothing, everything just rolls off your rolls off your back now. But um, I also it, it taught me to believe in myself, you know, I have, I actually have this on my packaging. It's a belief system that I hold. And, you know, I hope others do as well. Just believe in yourself.
0: Fantastic. And how often are you introducing new products? You mentioned earlier that your buyers are asking for different flavors. How?
1: (laughs) (laughs) How Well, there's not enough hours in the day for that, you know, and I come up with flavors all the time. And well, last year, I'm chuckling because this was a funny one. I, um, I, can't, I did a maple mustard, mm-hmm. you know, thinking New England, the yeah. maple. It was, oh, it's just, it was just got awful terrible. <laughs> you know, it was, it was awful. The name's great, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, the name is great. <laughs> the maple was way overpowering. Yeah. And it just, yeah, it was just It's like, okay, we'll scrap this. <laughs> it was kind of funny. I was like, don't you guys want to try any more of these? You sure? Because <laughs> I have uh, I have lots of people. I'll, I'll, I'll have lots of chefs and people help me with the prototype, if mm-hmm. you will. So, But, you know, again, I, I can't this year, you know, while I like, I have another new flavor that's on her, the horizon. I'm not sure if I can get to it by this season. Mm-hmm. But we're also, you know, I've got a factor return on investment and all that fun stuff. So um, I'm introducing a, a single serve um mm-hmm. uh, this year. So that's, that's where the R and D funds will go into a single serve packaging.
0: So, well, you know, we look at yeah. your packages and we think that they're single. serve. Even
1: that's awesome. <laughs> that's fabulous. Thank uh, you. It's not
0: good, but uh, I'll tell you, it's, not, it's an empty bag. Basically. <laughs> what is your process for creating new offerings? How do you go about that? You mentioned you've got well, a board sort of advisors yeah. out there, testers.
1: Yeah, I do. I do. But really, it starts with the, uh, it starts with the finances. Mm-hmm. You know, I back it up and I've got all these ideas, but really what's the, be- what's the best return on investment? So we're right now studying that single serve. Mm-hmm. We're studying it, although I, I'm telling you, I'm ready to do it. Yeah. I just, I feel it's a, it's a niche and it's, it's, it's the process that I need to go.
0: So mm-hmm. yeah. That's great. And what's your, Best tip as far as getting new buyers.
1: This is an easy one. So trade shows for sure. Um, I've worked in the trade show environment, and it's it's. I, I feel it's still the, you know, the best place to see buyers and capture their attention. I do the New England Gift and Specialty Food Show, as well as the Fancy Food Show in New York, the Sweet and Snack Show in Chicago, and it's you know where else can you go and find so many buyers under one roof and It's uh, it's been a game changer and really where I found most uh, all of my stores, actually.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. As far as um, when when people are asking about the buyers aspect, I think the trade shows are such an efficient way because the buyers are in the mindset to buy instead of doing the walk into the store and. You know, check out my products. Exactly. You know, they're in the mindset that they're there to do work. They're there to pick up product. And so you have the right mind frame yeah. for them. Yeah. At time. yeah.
1: And that reminds me, that's another mistake going to the, <laughs> going, going to the trade shows and, you know, having, it's really funny. We had a, you know, an airline ask and I was like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> and, I, you know, that's the, you know, the motive behind my single serve pack, but yeah. you know, a, a private airline, but you know, that you've got a make sure you could produce that's growth that's
0: growth <laughs> yeah. but then you worry yeah. about the diversity it's like all right if you ramp up for this and then yeah. they go away how do you you know yeah. how do you feel again yeah it? i know so that challenge yeah. uh what's your best marketing tool your best promotion
1: taste sampling sampling my product I haven't been fortunate that i haven't um aver- Tasted or marketed besides the, the trade shows i actually just brought in a advertising and a branding person so that's probably going to change mm-hmm. for me but still there's no doubt that uh tasting and sampling my product giving product away mm-hmm. you know i let folks see it let them taste it you know give, let them have yeah. time with it
0: yeah it will sell itself yeah. what's a yeah. healthy habit that is important to you as far as running your business
1: for me to go to yoga and Pilates <laughs> regularly <laughs> for, for, definitely for me to find yeah. a, you know t- you know take care of myself, yeah. you know eat, eat well, but yeah, I'm not kidding about the yoga I mean i can I can sit here and it can be you know eight o'clock at night and I'm thinking, wait, what it's yeah. eight, and now I make a point of leaving the business and go you know be good to myself so that I can come back you know refreshed and
0: Ready to go. Perfect. And what's the biggest lesson, Suzanne, that you've learned in running your business?
1: You know, I'm learning every day, but I still go back to that believing in myself, mm-hmm. staying focused. It's, it's, it's easy to have lots of products, to have lots of flavors, trying to please everybody, taking advice from folks, but you know,
0: just to be true to what you do mm-hmm. best. That's great advice. That's a great lesson. What tips or resources would you recommend to other makers or manufacturers?
1: Yeah, well, this is this is an important one for me. So as I mentioned, you know, I, I'm constantly learning. Um, I'll seek out podcasts, I'll seek out, I'll read, I'll scan, you know, blogs that come through, anything. And there's a lot of stuff out there. So I'll link myself to associations that I belong to. So uh, your podcasts are, are fabulous. And The fancy food show, uh, their blogs. But, um, honestly, the, the number one resource for me and what I've relied on is the, uh, both the SBDC, the Women's Business Center, but most importantly, my, you know, SCORE members. This is all part of small business administration, and I just cannot say enough about the resources. Um I have a, an advisory board and it's, it's uh, made up of my, uh, my score mentors. You know, there, there's no better resource and, and they're out
0: Fantastic. there. So. And I will link uh, yeah. in our show notes. I'll link to the uh, SBDC's uh, score folks, because there's a wealth of expertise and I feel like sometimes that is one of the yeah. best kept secrets because they're free. They're yep. free. And, uh, yep. you know, you you just yep. have a opportunity to have somebody with expertise in your corner, and why wouldn't you give them a call and yep. at least explore the option? So, what yep. keeps you inspired or motivated when when it is eight o'clock at night and you're trying to get out the door?
1: You know, um, it just, just people people loving my product. Mm-hmm. You know, I get good feedback, and it's the, you say that at eight, you know eight o'clock. I was here late less week one night um and i got an email from some guy in san francisco that just takes the time to say you know these are fabulous you know i i still can't believe yeah. that you know i i still pinch myself so that inspires me yeah definitely feels good and, and keeps me inspired for That's sure great. and how do you recharge well i you know again exercise taking time taking time with my family uh you know, skiing, golf in the summertime, I'll, I'll, I'll run <laughs> away. I'll just say, Oh, well, I'm not going to be here today. And I just kind of run away. Cause I, y- you have to yeah. recharge. Yeah, you, ha- you have to. And that's, difficult in the beginning i didn't Mm -hmm. do that i really was just too completely um too immersed and um i'm more clear-headed i'm more i have more energy when i can step away and come
0: back how long did it take you to get to that point where you realized you know what i need to carve some space out for that how long in the process was it for you um, I'm trying to think of when I was having heart palpitations <laughs> once. <laughs> that's a cue. <Q. laughs>
1: yeah, that's a cue. Is right. Probably about two years. Probably about two years into it. And I'm 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 going into my I'm in my fourth year now. So, probably the halfway mark. I just decided, boy, I need uh, I need to take some time and smell the roses. Be good to myself. It's going to be here tomorrow. It's, you know, and especially if you're one of these that, you know, needs to have your desk cleared. My desk is never clear. I'm a different worker than I was in the corporate world. I mean, <laughs> my desk is a mess. <laughs> you know, the piles are there, they'll be there yeah. tomorrow. I'll get to them. Yeah, it's an That's important great. one. And lastly, Suzanne, yeah.
0: what is your best advice for other artisans? out there.
1: I thought about this and I've I've got, you know, three different thought processes. You know, we it's easy for us to put the love and the passion into our product or our service or our, or our craft, but Got to know your cost of goods, you know, the finances. You've got to know your margins, understanding your financials every day. I, I, you know, stare at my financials. I try to understand them. You've got to understand your cash flow. Um, you have to have projections, you know, where, where do you want to be? Where are you now? You just can't move forward without, um, it's, it's the most important. Financials are definitely, definitely the most important thing. So and then you know was taking advice again uh the resources and the mentors that are out there i know as an entrepreneur i think that i can <laughs> do it all um but i can't <laughs> and honestly for me the the advice that i've received for, from my advisors has been mm-hmm. invaluable and it's uh, i just believe it's truly a part of my success so definitely seek seek out with score and the sbdc and and all that they have to offer so finally you know age again should never Never be a factor. Believe in yourself and do what Fantastic. you love.
0: Great, you know, Suzanne. I wanted just to jump back and and build off of what you mentioned earlier. How did you figure out your finances? Because I think that is a is especially as people are starting out. That is typically their weakest yeah. link. How did you figure that part out? My score mentors,
1: uh-huh. boy, they were. They were, they were on me with that and the SBDC, you know, both of them, you know, there's resources, there's resources for building a business plan and that financial piece that's there. It really does drive you and answer questions for you and, um, just helps to make those decisions. It's, it's real, real easy to get into a trap, you know, spend money that you shouldn't spend. And even if I have, oh, maybe, oh, I have a little extra money, maybe I need to buy, you know, and you, you don't, everything kind of goes back into the business in the beginning anyway. But yeah, definitely use the resources uh, that from SCORE or the SBDC on the
0: project No, that's such good advice, because I think everybody can start out with that great idea. And, and all of a sudden, you find yourself stumbling into a business. And if you don't have that grounding of the financials, it's you can get into a deep hole pretty quickly.
1: Oh, oh, yeah, for sure, And they can also you know help you to see what type of financing yeah. you need, you know there you know if you get to a point and that's where I am now with my mentors, and you know we started looking at other avenues, you you know, there's just, they will show you what's available to you, which is uh, something that, you know, again, you you think Mm -hmm. you can find it or but uh, it's just at your fingertips, which is real nice.
0: Well, thank you so much, Suzanne, for chatting with us today. I hope everybody goes out there and picks up a bag (laughs) of, uh, of your pretzels. Um, Before I let you go, how should listeners get in touch with you?
1: They can, um, my website, is uh portcitypretzels.com and uh they can contact me right through uh if there's a contacts uh, tab there so if they want to get in touch with me Perfect. for sure
0: great well thank you so much suzanne and we'll look forward to seeing your product on the shelves oh great thank All you right. so much Dad. visit artisanswhowholesale.com for show notes with resources and links that help you work smarter earn more and live better